Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. We are back this week with another replay from the Homegrown Generation Family Expo. If you guys were part of that event, you know what an incredible speaker lineup we had. And this session with Miki Addison was by far one of my favorites. I know we're not supposed to play favorites, but this was one of my favorites uh, because she is so wise in the way that she talks and uh, she's just such a great communicator. And we talked about culture proofing our families and why we need to keep a close eye on politics and pop culture and the church and everything that's going on around us. And then she gives some really great answers on how we can equip our kids to effectively engage in and transform the culture around us. So if you missed this session, you're definitely gonna wanna listen. But even if you did take part in this session when we had the live conference, um, you're gonna wanna listen again because every time I listen to Miki talk, she always just encourages me and inspires me and just convicts me um, with the truth of God's word. And so you are sure to be encouraged again. Um, if you've not, if you've already heard it, you're sure to be encouraged again. If you haven't, you're gonna be encouraged for the first time. And you guys, it is not too late to sign up for the Homegrown Generation Family Expo. All that you've missed still is the live interaction that we had with each of our speakers, but you can still sign up for $20. Go to homegrowngeneration.com and you'll have access to the entire conference. Um, we hope you'll join us for this because it was just a week of such great encouragement and um, and we know that you'll enjoy it. So homegrowngeneration.com, sign up there. But before we get into our conversation with Miki, I wanna say thank you to our sponsor, BJU Press Homeschool. Every child has a unique learning style. BJU Press has video lessons with engaging teachers to lead your children through each of their academic subjects. These experienced teachers will present lesson content from multiple angles so your children can absorb information at a comfortable pace. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com to see what subjects and courses are available for your students. Thanks again to BJU Press for sponsoring this podcast and also for sponsoring the Homegrown Generation Family Expo along with all of our other sponsors. Enjoy this episode. Well, I could not be more excited about this session and to be with my good friend, Miki Addison. Miki and I met, oh man, it was probably three or four years ago and, um, We've gotten to get together in person a few times, but we've talked a lot on the phone. And when I say that we are so like-minded, I'm telling you, she she is my, how would you say it? Sister from a different mister. <laughs> she, is my, she is my sister in Christ. And I love this woman. I love her wisdom. I love her discernment. I love that she is so deeply involved in the culture and knowing what's going on and then being able to kind of rebuttal all of that with the truth of God's word. And so she and her husband, they host the air, the radio show, it's called airing the Addisons. And, um, do you, is that, it's not daily, right? Is it a daily show? It is. It's it actually, is, but you're not every day. I'm not, I'm not every day. Right, so okay. I get a break on Wednesdays, nice. but, uh, yeah, Monday through Friday, two to three central time. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I listen to it often and you're always kind of on the, on top of what's going on in culture. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about culture proofing our families, because again, if you guys are looking around, there's no hiding it. We can shelter our kids as much as we want. We can keep them in our safe little bubble of homeschooling and homeschool co-ops and church and all the things Yet you go anywhere, if you take them anywhere in, in the world, you know, you go to Walmart or, you know, any grocery store, anywhere, they are bombarded with the garbage that the enemy is trying to feed into them and uh -huh. help 
you know, he, he wants them to believe these things as truth. And so we're here to talk about that today. And so Mickey, I would love for you uh, really quickly first to introduce your family to us and talk a little bit about your ministry and why you do what you do. Oh, thank you so much, Yvette. It's great to be with you. As you so rightly described it, we are definitely sisters connected at the heart. Uh, so many of the issues when we talk, it's just like, I was just thinking that, or yes, I feel exactly the same way. And I think that's because we are drawing our convictions from scripture. It's mm -hmm. not because we just have these feelings, but it's because we are trying to filter every way that we live through a biblical lens. And so to God be the glory for that. Um, but so I am a wife of 18 years and a mom of six, and we obviously home educate them. Um, we travel the country with our kids. We believe that the Lord has called us to really keep a close eye on what's happening in the culture and then equip parents to be able to respond to that. So often, you know, we're trying to live life and, and many of us, we're trying to live life for the glory of God. So we're not always aware of the different ways that the enemy who's so insidious wants to sneak things into the environment that we are trying to create for the, the rearing of our children. And so we really do see it as a personal calling and a mission to watch what's happening in the culture, process what's happening biblically, and then warn the body of Christ and encourage everyone who fears the Lord to stand firm. Amen. Amen. You talk about it being a mission to watch what's going on in the culture. And, you know, I feel like sometimes I'm, I'm on both sides of the coin. Some days I'm like, I really need to know what's happening because mm -hmm. I need to be aware because I need to know how to debunk all of the, the lies that my kids are being told. And then there's days when I wake up and I'm just like, I just can't do it today. Oh, I can't, yes. I can't listen to one more thing. I can't yes. watch one more video. I can't read one more article that is so blatantly opposed to the truth of God's word. And so talk about that as parents, how do we engage in this culture? How, as Christian parents who want to protect our kids, how do we keep ourselves aware of what's going on at the mm -hmm. same time being able to protect even our own minds, but the minds of our kids? Yeah, that's such a great question. And it's right that we should feel, um, as the Bible would describe, righteous lot vexed by what's happening in our culture. Mm -hmm. So it's totally fitting that we would kind of reach our max of that. The first thing I would say is that culture watching and uh, observing what's happening in the world around us does not and cannot substitute for a robust relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Even if we are looking at what's going on in the culture and endeavoring to respond to what's going on in the culture, we can't see that as having had fellowship with the Lord Jesus because we see these things and then we say, oh, that's horrible, oh, that's wrong. Well, that does not comport with scripture. These are all good things, but they are not personal devotion to the Lord. They are not that ongoing warm relationship that Jesus Christ died to purchase for us. And so one of the things I would say is that I don't begin my day by looking at the headlines. I don't begin or just even to say my posture by looking at the headlines. The lines that I want to be looking at are found in scripture. And so the way I want to orient my day is by beginning with truth. And indeed, this is how we culture proof our kids. We don't start by saying, here are some of the lies you're going to encounter in culture. Now, we've introduced that later in their discipleship, 
but we start with just inundating them with truth, indoctrinating yeah. them. And that, and I mean that literally, Yeah, we indoctrinate our children yep. and, and we can get to this later, this idea that um, the culture is not doing that is really a dangerous one to to believe. But yeah, so the I guess to say it simply, beginning with the word of God and yeah. allowing that relationship that we have with Jesus to carry us all throughout the day is one of the ways that we're able to process what's happening in the culture and not be overwhelmed by it. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about indoctrination because that is something, you know, that they say, you know, our kids aren't being indoctrinated in school. They're just being educated. They're learning academics. Talk about what indoctrination really is and why it's important for us as their parents to indoctrinate them with truth. Yeah, absolutely. So what we know by research, the American Enterprise Institute has an, an amazing report that they released. This was, a, I guess, three years now. It was back in 2020, maybe 2021 where they researched the decline of religion in America. And the article that was written as a result of the information that was collected asked the question, why did American children stop believing in God? That was the question. And here's what they found. They found that there was a direct connection to religiosity in this country um, and the number of hours kids spent in secular schools. Or let me say it this way, the secularization of government education. And so here is what they discovered over at the American Enterprise Institute. And I think this is a fascinating study because they're not really trying to proselytize through this information. It's just raw data, right? Mm -hmm. And what they discovered is that as our culture has secularized and as government education has gained more of a stronghold over children, children have become less religious. And here's what they said. They said the reason for this is because kids do not only learn at school reading and writing and arithmetic. They said children imbibe a whole lesson of how to exist in culture from the environment in which they're educated. Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing in providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. So what this tells me is that if our kids are in an environment where they are being fed things that are antithetical to the faith, diametrically opposed to the truth. They are not going to parse that out and say, I reject that. I'm only here to learn two plus two. Right. No, our kids are malleable. They are being shaped. They are like wet clay. And so even the smallest touch leaves a mark on them. Think of your fingerprints on clay or even Play-Doh, something as simple as Play-Doh. Our fingerprints can be left there as a mark. 
And so what we are learning and what we've always known is that kids are sponges soaking up their environment. And now we actually have the empirical data to back that up, that we live in a more secular country because over the years, our children have received a more secular education. Mm -hmm. So this question of how will we change the nation? Can we turn this ship around? Can we write things? Uh, the answer is yes. But the question is, what will be the means by which we accomplish this? And that is going to be through culture proofing our kids, making them impervious to this culture. And a lot of parents find it difficult to embrace this. But one of the best ways to do that is to secure the environment in which they learn. Yeah, yeah. That is an incredibly good point because so often as Christians, we think it's okay for them to go to school and to learn the things that they're going to learn. And we'll just debunk it when they get home. But when you're putting them in these government institutions that for 40 hours a week are teaching them everything that's contrary to the word of God and parents, if you don't think that's happening, you're not paying attention. They are teaching our kids everything that's contrary to the word of God. And, and it's on purpose that there's a whole plan behind that. And so then to think that they're going to be there for 40 hours a week and then come home and we're going to have just a few hours with them in the evenings before they go to bed and in between dinner and dishes and bath time. And then a few hours with them on the weekends when we're doing all of our weekend chores and everything. And you think you're going to have more influence than the teachers who you're telling them go trust this teacher and believe what they say. I'm entrusting your heart to them. It's impossible for them as young children to be able to differentiate the two and separate the truth from the lies. They don't know how to do that. They don't know what's true. They don't know what's false. And so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Um, let's talk about the, the dangers of pop culture, because this is, again, something even aside from having our kids in school, our kids have phones, they have access, you know, whether they go to, to youth group or not, they have friends or neighbors who likely have access to the crazy pop culture that's going on all around them. What do you think the greatest danger is of our kids being exposed to the culture today? The greatest danger, I'll answer that question and then I'll work my way back because okay. I feel like that point blank, the greatest danger to our kids being exposed to the culture today, the greatest threat to our kids is that they would fall away from the faith or that they would not become followers of the Lord Jesus Christ because they see an inconsistency in the world that they are immersed in yeah. and the world that they spend a little bit of time in at home when right. the parents have the opportunity. We have to understand that often what we're working against is on all sides. So if I could just rewind. Yeah. I want to go back to a piece here because you were making such an excellent point, Yvette, at the time. So I often ask this question of parents, both who, and we speak to a wide audience, right? So we speak to parents who are homeschooling, who are private schooling, and who are government schooling. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I like to do is just ask questions. Sometimes we can be very defensive, you know, when, when a person says, well, hey, you ought to, and rightfully so, a person, you sure. ought to, but I want to ask questions. So here's what I often ask, and I would say this as a homeschooling mom, when we are trying to reach out to other believers and convince them about what's happening in the culture, it might be better to start with asking questions. So here is the question, who has the lion's share of our kids' time? So some very astute researchers came up with a number of hours that would be represented in our kids' K-12 hours. Mm -hmm. So 113,880 hours our kids Kindergarten to 12th grade, that's the number of hours that they have in that time period. 113,000, 
880 hours. According to research, they will spend 42,705 of those hours sleeping. They will spend 32,000 of those hours consuming media. 32,000 of those 113,000 hours will be spent consuming media. They will spend 17,550 hours in school if they are educated outside Mm -hmm. of your home. Now, listen to this. Quality time in the same time period from K-12, okay? The, The amount of hours, quality time that they will spend with their parents in that same time period, 3,706 hours. Wow. Three th- now, and then the, the amount of time that they will spend at church, uh, 2,704 hours, okay? Same wow. time period. So what we see is the things that we think will have the greatest influence on our kids, actually, they spend the least amount of time around or the least amount of time involved in. So they're not overwhelmingly involved in church. They're not spending quality time with their parents. So the question is, who has the lion's share of their time? It's all of these external entities that actually do have a worldview. So what we are battling is not just for, I I just don't want my baby to leave home. No, what we are fighting for is the proliferation of the gospel intact, intact to the next generation. Yeah, yeah. That's an incredible number when we think about that. I mean, you you can't really argue the numbers, right? Right. I mean, it, it is what it is. And whoever has the most influence over them is the one who spends the most time with them. It's plain right. and simple. And and parents, you know, you can pray for your kids. You can teach them truth at home. By all means, you can do those things. But it's so hard to undo all of the things that are being taught to our kids because of time. There's simply not enough time to do all of that. I want to read a verse really quickly, and this is Psalm 1. And this is, I think, one of the most powerful verses when it comes to um, why not to have your children in a secular institution and sometimes, oftentimes, even in a Christian institution. And I say that as um, a, a girl who grew up in Christian school my whole life and whose husband taught at a Christian school. Um, there are a, a few, a small handful of good Christian schools, but I would argue that most private schools are are um, comparable to public schools and what they're being taught. And so Psalm 1 says this, it says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, mm-hmm. nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night, mm-hmm. day and night. We cannot meditate on the word of God and on God's truth day and night when our kids are not with us. And instead, we're putting them in the counsel of the wicked. I mean, it literally says right here, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked. And so, you know, we, we've talked so often about the whole salt and light argument and our kids need to be in public schools so that they can be the salt and light, so that they can love their neighbor, so that they can reach the lost. Absolutely, we should be doing that but not putting our kids on the front lines of this battle that even Christian parents and Christian teachers are having a very, very difficult time fighting. Thank you so much for listening to part one of my talk with Miki Addison. I hope you guys have been greatly encouraged today. Um, If you haven't checked out our new merch store, go on our website, schoolhouserocked.com 
or you can check it out at homegrowngeneration.com. I'm wearing a t-shirt. If you're watching this on video, you can see um, one of the t-shirts that my daughter designed for us. Um, there's several more out there. And so that is a great way to help support the ministry of Schoolhouse Rocked. You also can make a donation of any amount and you could do a monthly donation or a one-time donation. Anything is appreciated. And we are so grateful for those who continue to come alongside us and help support this ministry. You can do that as well through our website, schoolhouserocked.com. Stick around till the end of the show for a preview of what's coming next on the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com slash rocked. This is the on-ramp for the gospel. Mm -hmm. I think what we often miss in our educating our kids at home is that what we are building, what we are building with our life is a smooth on-ramp for the gospel. Our kids are going to ask us why. Our kids are gonna ask us how come. And what we're supposed to do is take them back to scripture. Now listen. Mm -hmm. This can only happen if we are living counterculturally. Yeah. The Bible says that we're supposed to be peculiar. So this is what I say, you've got to embrace the peculiarity principle, right? That you're not going to be like those around you. And there's a reason for that. Because in the day when our kids, those are the ones who are closest to us, when they look at that peculiarity and they see that we're so different, like, no, we don't go here, we don't do that, we don't celebrate this, and we're not going to affirm that, we're not gonna ally with this then we have an opportunity to make much of Jesus Christ. And this opportunity is being missed by so many because we don't understand what it is to be fully trained.